to go. <laughs> Did you go? I, I went. Okay, cool. Did you go? Yeah, I'm going. Okay. Hi, this is Jessica. This is Jamie. That clearly was not planned. <laughs> because <laughs> I just went, I went for it. Yeah. Guys. Neither of us were really sure who was recording, but we did it. We figured it out. I I hope you appreciate it. I mean, I did. I'm having a, I don't know. I was really depressed earlier, and now I'm like having fun recording. So whatever. I love that for you. <laughs> Thank you. I love that for us. I know. You make me a happy gal. You make me happy. Like, I love you. I love you. Me and Audrey, um, uh, we instituted like FaceTiming mm-hmm. during the week because. It makes, like, it just makes it a little bit better. It does. You know, just not so much on the struggle bus. As I know, Anyways. yeah, me and my friend Becky um, started doing that, too. I love it. Yeah. So. It just breaks up the day a little bit. Yeah, it's great. You get to, you know, catch up. And it's a little bit different than a text or, a, you know, even a phone call. But who fucking Spice calls people up. on the phone? Ew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, this is Hot for Justice. Yes, it is. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Um... We are going to cover the second episode of Trial by Media today. Yes. But next week, we're not doing that. (laughs) Yeah, next week, we we are not doing that. We are doing... Drumroll, please. (laughs) Okay, you announce it. It was your idea. Okay, great. Um, We're going to start doing Unsolved Mysteries. We Yeah, we didn't realize it was dropping... Yeah, woo! We didn't realize it was dropping so soon. Uh, We knew it was coming soon, but not this soon. Um, Yeah, so. so... here. Yeah, it's here. and we're watching. And it's good. Yeah, it's very good. We talked about it at the end of last episode. If you haven't listened to that, you should go listen to that too. But thoroughly um, good. Yeah, so we were talking about that, and we were like, "Hey, we both are really into the new unsolved, un- yeah, unsolved mysteries." And so, so we should talk about it on the podcast so that we actually have like an avenue to talk about it and you know share our opinions with others. So yeah. we'll we will resume trial on media yeah. after we're done in approximately six weeks yes um we should say <laughs> so, six six to six plus to business eight, weeks six yes business <laughs> business weeks not including saturdays and sundays or so holidays just <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so well because the unsolved the unsolved mysteries is so good some people really like it and some people don't and i think the people who don't are the people who watch the original right and like while it was they're just trying to be loyal prime. I yeah. understand. Totally. I understand. You know, we're we're not here to a fan shame. Um, no. No. You do you, boo. Because this is, I, you know, it's it's a different take on it. It's, it's a different vibe. Yeah. I, but I dig it. I'm yeah. I'm here for it. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, we're going to cover that starting with the first episode of Ray. I don't remember his last name. Uh, Ray, I was but. definitely murdered, whatever his last name is. Yeah. No, because so. he was 100 P murdered. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so today we're going to talk about the second episode of Trial by Media, yes. and I've entitled this episode, White People Shit, <laughs> because you literally could only get away with this if you were a white man. Yes. Which and, he is. And the most pasty of the white men. Yeah, oh, yeah. the most, isn't he German or something? I believe so. Um, <laughs> I'm not 100% so, certain of that, but... Neither here nor there. For all of you who have never listened or have never watched, please go watch it now so you know what we're talking about. Yes, but, please. Um, this is the case of Bernard Getz. Yes, Getz. How you say his last name. So, um, would you like to Wikipedia us, Jamie? Yes, I can Wikipedia. Us. <laughs> so, um, I am pulling this from the page of the 1984 New York Subway City shooting. 
um, which is on the Wikipedias. On DOS Wikipedia. Uh, so that's the whole, the the original case. That's the title, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like what it's so Bernard as. Getz is not the victim. No, he's the he murderer. The or not murderer, yeah. the assailant. He's the attacker. Yeah, there you go. I thought that was a fun word. So He's the shooter. Yes. Well, they call him a vigilante in this episode. It just makes me want to gag. But anyways, yeah, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to my gagging in a little bit. If I had a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hate myself. It's anyways. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> On December 22nd, 1984, four men, Barry Allen, Troy Canty, Daryl Gab- Cabney, excuse me, and James Ramser were shot and wounded by Bernard Getz after they approached him on a New York City subway train in Manhattan. Uh, Getz surrounded, surrendered to police nine days later and was charged with attempted murder, assault, reckless endangerment, and several firearms offenses. Initially, Getz was viewed by most as a victim and by some a vigilante, and he received widespread public recognition and support. A grand jury refused to indict Getz on more serious charges, voting indictments only for criminal gun possession. However, public opinion about Getz wavered due to statements and alleged damaging details of the incident later that were released by the prosecution. Getz was then re-indicted by a second grand jury on more serious charges. At a later grand at a later jury trial, he was found guilty of one count of carrying an unlicensed firearm, for which he served eight months of a one-year sentence. In 1996, KB, who had been left paraplegic and brain damaged as a result of his injuries, obtained a civil judgment of $43 million against Getz, though to date, Cabney has yet to receive this money from Getz. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The incident sparked a nationwide debate on crime in major cities, the legal limits of self-defense based on Cabney being shot once or twice, and to the extent of which the citizenry could rely on the police to secure their safety. Um... Getz, dubbed the subway vigilante by the New York press, came to symbolize New Yorkers' frustrations with high crime rates of the 1980s. He was both praised and vilified in the media and the public opinion. The incident has been cited as a contributing factor to the groundswell movement against urban crime and disorder and successful NRA campaigns to loosen restrictions for concealed carrying of firearms. So that's kind of the meat and potatoes. Yeah. I mean, then there's obviously, like, a bunch of, like, social justice, um, nuances throughout the episode Mm -hmm. so i mean obviously that topic's like super um i don't really want to say popular right now because it shouldn't just be like a popularity thing um but it's super relevant right now i guess yes that's i I think that's a great way of putting Um, it um because i think like i hope that as listeners of us like you realize that we are advocating for like you know black lives matter Mm -hmm. and and black lives like black voices to be heard absolutely um you know and like we we want to keep that conversation going and not just like have it be a fad on instagram so exactly um this is like just kind of proof that this is like something that they have that the black community has been fighting against it's it's forever and it's still so relevant yeah and Hopefully, I mean, I'm yeah. not saying that, like, what they... D- if they were robbing him, I think it's... The episode kind of leaves that as a question mark. I don't know if... Yeah, they never really um, prove whether or not. But either way, so a little bit of context. Um, I'm reading this from Wikipedia also. 
Um, yeah. So Bernard Getz sta- stated that three years prior to the incident, he was attacked in the Canal Street subway station while transporting electronic equipment by three youths who attempted to rob him. The attacker smashed Getz into a plate glass door and threw him to the ground, injuring his chest and his knee. He assisted an off-duty officer in arresting one of them. The other two attackers escaped. Getz was angered when the arrested attacker spent less than half the time in the police station spent by Getz himself, and he was angered further when his attacker was charged with only criminal mischief for ripping Getz's jacket. Yeah. Um, he subsequently applied for a permit to carry a concealed handgun on the basis of routinely carrying va- va- valuable equipment and large sums of cash, but his application was desi- denied for insuffic- insufficient need. He then bought a five-shot 38 caliber revolver during a trip to Florida and then brought it back to New York illegally <laughs> and continued to conceal carry. So... So that's some yeah, context. So he basically said that he had been... Uh, there was an attempted robbery before. by th- three black kids, so he was under the assumption that these four black kids were going to uh, try to rob him because yeah. of a I previous mean, it, event that had happened to him. So It does say yeah. that they had been arrested and convicted before. Um, yeah. Um, in robbing, like... Like petty theft stuff. Yeah, anyways, but... There is a fine line, and that's why this is a discussion about the limits of Mm -hmm. self-defense. If you're being robbed, actively robbed, and Mm -hmm. you, like, obviously when you're in that moment, do you know if the people robbing you have a weapon? If he, if Getz was a woman, would we be looking at this in a different context? Right. Because I think we would. No, a million percent. Especially if it were three three men regardless of their Mm -hmm. race or four men Mm -hmm. um i don't know i mean it's a hard situation it i think part of it was that what he like left he like dipped yeah he after he peaced out and then for like the better part of a week um i believe or yeah nine days later yeah he finally surrendered so and it's his attitude. I didn't do mm-hmm. anything wrong. I have nothing to to be sorry for. Yeah, they show all of his <laughs> in, um, interrogation footage. Or not all of it, but like a lot of it during the episode. And it's fucking bonkers. This episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. Is it just me or is it wild that it's already July? Time flies when you're social distancing, but also when you have the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends to keep you entertained. It's a fun, mentally challenging, and stimulating puzzle game that's free to download and has over 100 million downloads. I've been playing in between Zoom meetings, baby naps, and while I've been sitting outside enjoying the sunshine. The best thing about Best Fiends is that since it's a casual game, you can pick it up and put it down whenever you need to. They are constantly adding more levels and challenges to keep things fun and fresh. I know that Emerson loves to look at the colors and the cute little characters and the designs of the game. She can just watch me play. It's really fun. Jamie's beaten over 300 levels and I'm catching up to her. If you want to join us and engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters, trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this 5-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends.
yeah, he's just like like he's <laughs> so really just like matter of fact it. about the whole thing. Like yeah. I did nothing wrong. There's nothing like I was just defending myself. Like that's my right. Like why would the second amendment amendment exist if I didn't have that right? Yeah. Like that that was his attitude, but then once he gets indicted, then his attitude changes. Yeah. And then it becomes more like potentially a hate crime. Because that's when he starts mouthing off and saying like, "Oh, like they deserved it." Like, yeah. Um I shot that kid twice cuz he looked like he wasn't suffering enough. Um the, nice. the one that ended yeah. up paralyzed. Paralyzed, yeah. And with severe mental damage like to the point where he couldn't uh function, you know, past the point like a small child. Yeah. Um, that's just Yeah, so then it became, well, was this really self-defense or is this like second-degree murder motivated? Yeah. Like at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Like the whole one that I guess it's just like one of those things where you'll never n- really know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's I don't. Yeah, I'm trying I don't to find to say about it. There's like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like it's a lot. There's a lot of like issues here. There's, you know, in the time that this was, mm-hmm. obviously things are much different now. Absolutely. Um, but I don't know. I think you have to think about it like what reasonable force can you use to protect yourself? Right. Is that reasonable force, including shooting somebody? But like even then, like he shot them and then it was like, but it was more than what he needed to do, I guess. That's the point. Mm-hmm. It was more than what he needed to do to like incapacitate them and and get away right. for his own safety. Like, and he seemed to enjoy it, almost. Right. Um, like, he so. makes, um, I, I found, so, like, some of the, like, kind of more wild, like, things he was saying. Again, this is coming from the Wikipedia article, but you can watch it all in the episode. Yeah. Um, and more. Um, so, um, in his statements, gets describes his past mugging, which he, in which he was injured, the only assailant arrested was, went unpunished. He called New York City a lawless... Uh, called New York City lawless and expressed his contempt for its ju- justice system, calling it a joke, a sham, and a disgrace. Um, he said when the four youths shot, the four youths he shot surrounded him on the train. He feared being quote beaten to a pulp as well as being robbed. He denied any premeditation for the shooting, something that had been speculated on by the press. Asked what his intentions were when he drew his revolver, Getz replied, "My intention was to murder them, to hurt them, to make them suffer as much as possible." Later in the tape, he says. I- yeah. yeah. Later in the tape, he says, if "I'm not I defending to, yeah. him. I'm, I'm, I'm not defending him, but also like, English was not his first language. No. Um, so, yeah. Um, he says, if I had more bullets, I would have shot them all again and again. My problem was I ran out of bullets. He adds, I was gonna, I was gonna gouge one of the guy's eyes out with my keys afterwards. But he said he stopped when he saw the fear in his eyes. Um. So. Wow. Yeah." Um, at his criminal trial, his attorneys um, argued that this and other extreme statements that he makes um, were the product yeah. of emotion and an overactive imagination. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Or is it a little bit of, like, psychopathy there? Little a little b. <laughs> yeah. Um, but overall, like, so there's this episode and then the next one I think I had mentioned last time. Yeah. The next one is also an episode of... Uh, 
an episode is also um, a case of a black man being shot and killed like unjustly but it's by police officers mm-hmm. um so they're covering like obviously older cases but cases that are still like i mean the relevant. context of it is really relevant so it's important but we will cover that next one in, f- in several you weeks. know six yeah <laughs> um but yeah i mean like even the first one it was you know about lgbtq potentially yeah. motivated crime so i mean like I, like I said, like I think this does bring a lot of really interesting points to the table. It does. Um, versus you know, but how yeah, much I mean, how like, much of crime is racially motivated? How much is it not? And were these things specifically, or were they yeah. hate crimes or what have you? You know, you think it makes me think of um, Trayvon Martin's mm-hmm. case a little bit because um, the guy who shot him, right? He said it was self defense. Yeah. And he, like, essentially got away with it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's very murky. Yeah. But I I think, like, in this case specifically, he obviously, like, really, like I said before, he went <laughs> above what he really needed to. Yeah, he went overboard based on, a, a you know, I don't want to call it, like, PTSD. Because, like, I, I truly don't know if that's how he felt. Or, you know, right. what have you. Well, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe to an extent, but, like, also maybe it was anger, like, the fact that he got robbed, and at that time he couldn't, like, do anything about it, but now he can. Yeah, so he thought he was being heroic. Misplaced anger there, like, I'm taking care of this problem that's plaguing the city or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's wild, though, really, like, truly. (laughs) His words are wild. The most wild. And it's wild how the public really seemed to, like, get behind him on this. Yeah, and I mean, like, people still defend him to this day. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, like, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, robbing people's cool, and they, there shouldn't be, like, consequences to that, but at the same time, I'm also not going to sit here and say You deserve to die for that, he, or potentially yeah, die, or, like, or be maimed. Right. So, especially if they weren't, like, robbing him with a weapon. Right. So... But I I also do have to, like, recognize, like, kind of a a bias that I have there. Like, if Bernard was a woman in that, Mm -hmm. was that situation, I wouldn't feel the same way. No. I would, I would not feel the same way at all. Right. Because, I I mean, like, again, just to say, you know, not that I'm total, you know, I 100% think he's wrong. But. Yeah. No, me too. But, you know, he's a skinny, he's a skinny white dude. to an issue. Like, if four four dudes were going to attempt to attack him even if they didn't have weapons you know yeah. he'd probably get a shit beat yeah you know right. um i'm not saying that was their intent i'm not saying that was anything i'm just saying yeah. so was there a genuine fear i don't know right yeah it's complex it's as the issues we're facing today are are complex yes a million percent so and at the end of the day we're just two white bitches so right what do we and know and we have again and we have stuff to learn and we are willing to learn mm-hmm. and have a very open conversation about it um so yeah, yeah. so our again our dms are open if you want to chat about it or if you want to correct us or yeah. do anything like that because please 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 mm-hmm. i really genuinely mean it <laughs> yeah and if you have I'm a really different opinion trying to be want to hear yeah. that too 
Yeah, um, you know, I had a few. I posted something on Facebook the other day. Oh, I think I know you're going to um, <laughs> About um, a statue, Christopher Columbus, being moved from the California State Capitol building, which my response to was bye with the waving hand, because literally goodbye why do we need a statue it's a whole i can get in my soapbox about it i'm not going to i had a friend who was commenting on it um i don't agree with him or his statements you know like i welcome Mm -hmm. really productive conversations based on fact right and not like well this you know make it don't make it a party thing i'm just talking about like as a human thing because frankly like this party situation politics who's going to be our next president like lord help us no matter who's elected to be honest with uh-huh you. um and also please nobody vote for kanye west please i beg you i would rather i'm not going to finish the sentence because it makes me want to vomit but i think you know what i'm gonna say <laughs> oh i was gonna say i'd rather drink bleach but you know that's cool too <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so I also had like a couple, you know, family friends who were like, well, this is ridiculous. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I respectfully disagree with you. Yeah. That's your right to yep. your, you have your right to your opinion. I hope that you're willing to learn mm-hmm. about why people feel a certain way and not just discount it because it does not affect you. That's the whole point of this. Just because something doesn't affect you does not mean it doesn't exist. Right. Um, so... I am all for statues of people who are oppressors, murderers, rapists, people who, you know, commit genocide. Mm-hmm. Bye. Exactly. There's no place <laughs> so, for you here. There's no place for you, you know, there's no place for a statue of you here. I'm no. sorry. No. No. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, to which, like, some arguments, well, we shouldn't erase history, blah, blah, blah. It's like, but like a statue is a monument to someone that people would idolize or that right. should respect or look up to. And we should not. And I'm, th- right. I, my response was we can still choose to recognize the history there and maybe make a statue of somebody who deserves a statue mm-hmm. of them and still teach that history to children. But we teach a very whitewashed history. Oh, yeah. Fucking A. Like, incredible incredibly whitewashed mm-hmm. so you grow up thinking christopher Columbus isn't that bad of a dude no he killed some native people but whatever he kind of discovered america but he didn't no. so like literally what the yeah you know i also have to say like we are we are going hard for all minority voices right now mm-hmm. That does not just include black people. That includes Native American people. Mm -hmm. That includes, you know, like Hispanic people. It includes everybody. All of you. So, all of you. Anyways, I'm off my soapbox. Sorry. No, you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I I think that was very important to say. So, and that was very eloquently said. So, good job. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah. I mean, these things are hard. Like, it's hard for me. I had a a conversation with my therapist last week because I was feeling really conflicted. Like, you know, I come from a very conservative place. Mm -hmm. A lot of my family and a lot of my friends, like, family or family friends don't share the same views that I do. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I mean, kind of like you. I'm a pretty liberal person to come out of my family. So, 
it's hard for me to navigate but I do yeah. think that it's important that I still feel free to express my opinion but also like I said have um productive conversations we don't have to be enemies we can sit right. here and and talk about it and if at the end of the day we still choose to not agree with each other then we still choose to not agree with each other right and also I think it's important to protect your own energy because yeah that's something that I was not doing for a while at the beginning of this yeah like I was like myself get very overwhelmed and like overly emotional mm-hmm. and it's hard yeah we're in a very strange place mm-hmm. and that's like definitely why I talked about it with my therapist mm-hmm. because you know there's this year's like just a lot of different circumstances and things like pushed into one and yeah um you know, I, I'm, I'm, I do have issues navigating that as well. Mm-hmm. And I've chosen to not say some things because I, I also am protecting my energy. Right. And so that's something I that like I've that. been teaching myself over the last few weeks. Like yeah. that's why I limited my amount of time on, on, on social media day. Like yeah. I'm like, I just need to get me away from it. And then also like if I've, you know, said my thing and they're not getting it or if they're. You know, like that's all you can do. Certainly, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to let them say what they're going to say, whatever. I'm not going to waste yeah. my time. I'm not going to waste my finger taps. <laughs> like, yeah, I have better things to be sure. doing. I agree. I definitely agree. So. So, you know, again, we can, let's have a conversation about it. Exactly. So. Um, all right. But I think that's kind of it. Um, yeah. Bernard Getz is an asshole. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, so, what'd you say? Um, the white, the white, white people being white people or some shit? I said white people shit. White people shit. It's the epitome of white people shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right, well, thanks to you guys for listening. Next week yes. we're gonna have a reg, and we're gonna have a first episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. And okay. enjoy and have a great weekend. Good. Yes. Bye. Farewell. <laughs>